The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hello. Yes, I'm talking to you. How you doing? Happy Thursday. I know. You know, it's been a long week. I'm sure it's been a long week for you, too. I understand. It's been a long week. There's been so much news and so much information, and we get we just get deluged with stuff. Um, I just want a couple of reminders uh, as we get into the into uh, chewing the fat today here on the FatCast. Um, a couple of reminders. Uh, you know, we're doing uh, a podcast Monday through Friday, uh, Chewing the Fat. I try to get it posted uh, by 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern every day. Uh, I know on Mondays, you're going to get two podcasts uh, because I do a separate podcast called Talking Walking Dead. And look, you don't have to like it. That's fine. If, you, if you're one of the people that say, I can't take Walking Dead anymore. I get it. The ratings were not good. Well, I say they, they were still overall. It's the number two show on television and on cable. It's the number one show still. But the numbers reflect a huge drop off of viewers. Okay. I mean, it should be number one overall and cable, and it, it wasn't. So I get it. But just so you know, you're going to get that hit when you subscribe that there's a podcast up. When you see it and it's Talking Walking Dead, I want you, of course, to listen and enjoy it. I do it with Jason Buttrell and my, my youngest son, Maximus Fisher, who is you know a Walking Dead uh, comic book expert. Uh, and uh, he knows what's happening. That's why I have him on the show, because he watches the show with me, but he also has read all the comic books, so he has that inside information. And he's also, uh, you know, a kind of a, a too smart for his own good. Uh, kind of makes me sick, to be honest with you, so I, I bring him with me. Uh, but that's how much he makes me sick. I make him come with me. And uh, so you'll get that, plus you'll get the Monday afternoon podcast, the regular one, this one, Chewing the Fat. So if you don't want to listen to Talking Walking Dead, don't. I mean, it will it'll break my heart. But you don't have to. Just know that you're going to get two hits on Monday, okay? And then uh, starting this week, you're going to get a hit on Saturday. Uh, I don't know what time we decided to uh, drop the podcast on Saturday, but uh, it'll be uh, it'll be Saturdays, and then you'll, it'll be usually maybe leftover fat uh, from the fat pile. Uh, this week, I'm going to do a quick uh, story about the hippopotamuses in America and the the guy that wanted to bring them here, and I'm also going to do a quick hit with uh, camels in America and the guy that was the first camel trainer. And I remember, as I went back to research it a little bit, I remembered some of the story from when I was originally reading about it. Fascinating. And so that's your Saturday. And, you know, it'll just be something you can listen to while you're out shopping with the wife or you and the kids are doing something around the house and you want something on that, you know, is a little, it's going to be, I mean, it's fascinating story. There's nothing, there's no adult stories. There's nothing like that. I'm just going to do the stories about the hippopotamuses. And the guy that brought him into America and the camels, how they happened here in America. Okay. And if I remember the reason why we started thinking about camels in America, because it seemed to me Barack Obama said something about Muslims and something like that. You know, we became so much more educated thanks to Barack Obama because he would, he did not. I disagree with his philosophy and how he wanted to, you know, transform the country 
and how he never really liked the United States and still doesn't, although this country and this uh, way of life has made him a multimillionaire and made him, he was, you know, former president of the damn thing. And we still hate it. But he would say things and you'd go, that can't be right, can it? And so you'd, you got, you'd look it up and you'd find out what the heck, if he was right or if he was wrong. And usually he was right, only he had his spin on it. He was... He was, it was half right. You know, he put, he put the Barack Obama, hey, this is my spin on, what, on the true story. And so you got, you know, it, we became better educated because of him. So thank you, Barack Obama. But uh, anyway, that's good what's going to happen on Saturday. So you can listen to that. And that's what we're trying to do here. I really appreciate you listening. Uh, it's, it's, been some, you, you've been, it's been some organic growth. Uh, where you're growing. The show is growing great because of you. So thank you very much. And it's growing because you're, you're, well, you're doing what I'm telling you to do. And I appreciate it. Okay? You're listening, you're rating, you're reviewing, and you're sharing. And I really appreciate it. And now, some of you may not do exactly what I say, like when you rate it 20 stars. You can rate it whatever you want. It's just, I'm just telling you the easy way to do it. And you can review it however you want, or you can just put greatest podcast ever and be done. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to read some of the reviews that people are putting on the podcast. So, uh, I want to, I want to let you hear what some of you, some of you other people are saying, and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. So let's get going today. Let's celebrate the 30th anniversary of the national coming out day. Yay. The, uh, celebrates the historical March on Washington took place in 1987. Who can forget that for lesbians and gay rights? Uh, boy, that was a, that was a stunning, stunning march on Washington in 1987 because I don't remember it. And 1987, I mean, I was I was pretty sober then. I wasn't 100 <laughs> percent. I was 100 percent in 87, but I was still pretty close. I mean, I was live. I had a house and a wife and had a kid on the way and. Ugh. Man. Good times. And uh, so that was 1987. So we, we celebrate that. It's also a big day because uh, uh, I forgot to mention this yesterday. And darn the luck, we should have mentioned it. And I apologize. But uh, we talked about it uh, on, at one point on uh, Chewing the Fat during the Pat Unleashed broadcast, uh, the afternoon show, uh, where Mayor Bill de Blasio was going to sign a bill that uh, made it possible for people to put X on their birth certificate for their children, or they could change their birth certificate to X if they didn't feel like a female or male. Well, that bill was signed on Tuesday. So January 1st, slow down, slow down. You can't go down there and take care of it right now, those of you in New York. But uh, you're going to be able to starting January 1st, and you can bet that the city will be inundated with people standing in line, and the news will be covering it. All you know, the news will just show people lined up to change to X in New York. Okay, and I guarantee you, you know how they always have the news where the first baby of the new year, the first baby of 2019, born in Biloxi, Mississippi at 12 midnight, one second after. And the first baby in New York born at whatever time that is now known as X-Gender. Guarantee you're going to have a big story about that. So be ready for that. Just mark my words on that. 
Okay. We also have uh, uh, big news of the uh, world's best employers. Now, you may work for one of the world's best employers. Uh, can you guess who the number one uh, employer is? Well, in my ear, I hear Google. If we were playing more on trivia, I would probably give it to you because it's Alphabet. Okay, so technically, it's not Google because Alphabet is the mother company over Google. But I would give it to you because really everybody, Alphabet is Google. You know, I mean, if the, with the Alphabet thing, shut up. I got it. So uh, they have over 80,000 employees. They saw $117.9 billion in sales. Oof. They saw $16.6 billion in profit. They have $206.9 billion in assets and a market value of $766.3 billion for the past year. That's a pretty good business. Wow. They reported revenues of $32.7 billion for the second quarter, up 26% versus last year. I mean, things are going good at the best place to work. Google. I'm sorry, Alphabet. Competitor Microsoft came in second place once again uh, with 124,000 employees. The tech company had 103.3 billion in sales, 14.2 billion in profit, 245 billion in assets, and market value of 750.6 billion dollars for the past year. Wow. What are we doing wrong? What are we doing wrong? I mean, I'm scrubbling for change to repay a guy that bought me a Coke Zero today. What are these guys doing? Companies from the United States accounted for six of the top ten spots. So you had Alphabet, Microsoft, Apple number three, Walt Disney Company number four, Amazon number five, and the Celgene Corporation Number nine, what is that? C-E-L-G-E-N-E Corporation. What is the cell? Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, the Global Biopharmaceutical Company. How could I forget about them? I mean, duh. (laughs) And, of course, Microsoft and Alphabet also ranked in the top ten of the world's largest tech companies. Oh, duh. I mean, do we need that list at all? I mean, there's some internet companies in other countries that are doing great, but uh, pretty sure Alphabet and Microsoft are working deals with every country and around the world. Dragonfly come to mind. Absolutely amazing. A study shows that there are stunning consequences to the hashtag MeToo movement. Yes, that's right. The Society for Human Resource Management published a report that documented the result of the movement that called on society to believe allegations of sexual harassment without question. According to the study, nearly a third of executives report that they have changed their behaviors to, uh, to a moderate, to great or very great extent, to avoid behavior that could be perceived as sexual harassment. So that's good. I mean, that, that, I don't, that's not surprising, and that's good. We should, right? I mean, they should have 
we they should be thinking and maybe not thinking about it it should be something that we just do but thanks to the movement we're thinking about it and hopefully we get to the point it is something that we just do right okay now there were men who specifically said i will not hire a woman going forward oh what those who said they would hire a woman said they would not travel with one and they more importantly they would not engage in activities after business hours oh wait what why and you know oftentimes that's when the relationships are built what really i mean that's why you would do that of course it is that's what we talked about that's why uh, it was it was a conversation we had. Remember when they were giving uh, Vice President Pence a hard time for saying that he wouldn't go out to dinner without his wife, and he doesn't go any of these meetings without his wife. But he never said, and I have to go back and double check this, so don't quote me on this. But I believe he was never he never talked about he wouldn't have meetings or he wouldn't have dinner dates with uh, females. He just wouldn't do it without his wife. So there was no perceived problems. Okay, so that's fine. I mean, I, I get I get that. I don't necessarily. I mean, I can understand not doing it, but I get doing it as well. Now, he said companies need to be careful about how to implement new policies because of the movement. We can't let the pendulum swing too far. Too late. Way too late for that, my friend. You've already swung that thing so far, knocking people off. On the way back, I mean, Harvey Weinstein's even having some stuff taken off of those charges now. The judges are like, whoa, okay. Uh, you know, we probably can take that off. And they, uh, we talked a little bit about this on Pat Gray Unleashed today. Uh, the one video that was released against Harvey, I watched that and I thought, okay, well, he's always on the prowl. He's always looking to get some, which, you know, is obviously perceived as being a bad guy. And and that was the joke, right? Once you became a big star, you didn't have to sleep with Harvey anymore. I got the joke. But I didn't see her say no until, you know, can I, she wanted to make the sale. It wasn't about, hey, stop putting your hand up my dress. It was about... After I make the sale, you need to stop putting your hand up my dress. That's what's the problem is, okay? Sorry. Sorry. I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I really am. I understand he shouldn't be putting his hand up your skirt. But you said okay. You said okay. And by the way, while you're putting your hand up my skirt, could you be signing here for the new deal contract that I need? Because I need to make the commission and that's fine. Oh, you just signed? Hey, your hand's too far up my skirt. Now you need to stop. And he absolutely should have stopped. But it's not his fault that his hand was up there to begin with. Because he asked and you allowed it. I'm sorry. I, I, I get it. I, I know that. But I know that uh, you know organizations have got to be careful not to create that uh, you know guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, now we're worried about, well, we can't tolerate the unintended consequences. Well, that's what you get. That's what you get. I I know, hey, I know it sucks, but that's what you get. Like uh, the transgender woman in Michigan. Uh, She's all wound up because her auto insurance company spiked her rates after she notified them of her gender and name changes. 
one of both ways, I guess. There's a joke in there somewhere. Just let that one go. Uh, Faith Francis believed she was being discriminated against for transitioning from a man to a woman, so she contacted the state attorney general's office to file a complaint. She requested that the station use only her first and middle name in an effort to protect her privacy. Oh, okay. Okay, now you care. All right, I got you. Now, uh, you're punishing me for following my or for being my real self. No. They're giving you insurance rates and looking at the whole deal. Although they raised it. Ooh, that's an annual raiser by almost 1000 bucks a year. Ooh. It's a good little that's a that's a little that's a tough one but her complaint is judge me by my driving record not by what is between my legs okay then stop ramming what's between your legs down my throat there's a joke in there somewhere too just let that one go all right i I'm thirsty, so take a walk with me. Now, good news coming from China. Uh, The legislation to allow local governments to educate and transform people influenced by extremism at vocational training centers, a term that, you know, they used uh, to describe a a network of internment facilities known as re-education camps. Has now uh, the law has now changed. Uh, took effect uh, this week, uh, so good. We can we now have that Chinese officials literally denied the existence of such arbitrary detention and enforced political re-education bases, but said some citizens had been sent to vocational centers for minor criminal misdemeanors. Is that right? Is that where is that what happened? Because I was uh, under the impression that. Happening at these re-education centers, apart from teaching vocational skills, the centers are required to provide education on spoken and written Chinese and aspects of the law and other regulations. They must also organize ideological education to eliminate extremism. Oh, is that a bullet in the head? Carry out uh, psychological treatment and behavior correction to help trainees to transform their thoughts and return to society and their families. Oh, okay. Well, listen, you can either transform your thoughts so you can return to society or your family, or eh, you can get a bullet in the head. Which one do you want? The good thing about this story is that it's in China, not here in the United States of America. I know a lot of you think that dictatorships and fascism is what's happening here in the United States. Take a listen to what I just read you. That's not what's happening here in the United States. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint you. Tell me, uh, when you take a trip to China, ask the people, hey, if you wanted to sell your home, how would you do it? And they would tell you, what? We can't sell our homes. You can't sell your house. My re-education camp just told me I couldn't. I've been re-educated so I can come back to society and my family. And I would say, what? 
You mean to tell me you don't have realestateagentsitrust.com? Maybe, hopefully, Google, when they do Dragonfly, will leave in realestateagentsitrust.com so that they can help people out in China, too, as well. I, I doubt it. Because right now, realestateagentsitrust.com is here just in the United States of America. I know, for now. Hopefully, uh, after a couple of re-education camps around the world, we'll have it everywhere. You never know. But for now, we're the only ones that have it. So if you want to sell your house for the most money, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We've got the best agents, thousand towns all over America, yearning to get to those re-education camps so that we spread out across the world. But for now, thousand towns all across America. Highly rated agents going to get the job done for you. Okay. They can sell your home on time and for the most money. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I said it slow like that so Dragonfly would get it. All right, we're here. Good, because I am thirsty. I got to tell you, I, man, we're in the break room. I am so hooked on Coca-Cola Zero. Why they are not a sponsor of this podcast. I mean, I do it for free, so I guess they don't need to be a sponsor, right? I, 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 I love Coke Zero. Damn near every picture I take for this stupid show has got a Coke Zero in it. Even my picture yesterday. I, with my arms up and I got the new the new phrase whatever it was you know what you know the phrase we should not have to suffer for the one Coke Zero can okay so you're welcome and I like you know I, while I think the original Coke Zero was better than this the Coke Zero Sugar We've already bypassed that, right? We've already gone for that. And, by the way, smart move on your part. For those of us that bought extra cases of the original Coke Zero, uh, did you, if you don't know this, now Coke Zero knows this. And I knew it, but I was hoping that it really wasn't true, but it is. If they sit in your garage for an extended period of time, they go bad. So you had to drink those bad boys fast. <laughs> Somebody gave me a one that they had. This is original one. I opened that bad boy up. Oh, just no, thank you. No, thank you. Not good. But anyway, you can be my sponsor. You know what? You don't even have to pay me cash. Just send me sodas. Right? Just send me product. Send me product. Call me. Coke. Coke. In fact, if you if you don't have my number already, just email me. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com. Or direct message me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Or Facebook me, Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, or Instagram me, Jeff Fisher Radio. Just, you know, we'll work out we'll work out something. Product for mentions and for product placement. I mean, I'm I'm already I've already started uh, giving you some product placement because I wanted you to be able to see what it would be like. Don't make me stop 
Don't make me stop putting them in pictures, because I will. You look at a picture of me, and you go, oh, what's that hole in the picture? That's where the Coke Zero was, but they're not a sponsor, so I can't put them in the picture. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't want to put a Pepsi cup over my Coke Zero can. I don't want to do that, but I will. All right, so uh, did you see where um, uh, the White House, uh, you know, you remember when Press Secretary uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders got kicked out of the Red Hen, and they're struggling now. That whole restaurant area that the Red Hen was in, I mean, they're struggling. They kicked the the manager of the Red Hen. She was in charge of the the Neighborhood Restaurant Association or the the Neighborhood, hey, we're going to bring people in association. Yeah, no, you need to go. And now they're struggling. That's what happens. Okay, you can do that. You absolutely cannot, you don't have to serve everyone. I'm all for you. I'm all for you being able to kick people out of your restaurant or saying, you know what, I don't want to serve you. 100%. 100%. The days of no shirt, no shoes, no service never went away in my world. If I walk into your business and you say, you know, I don't want to do business with you, I will first say, why? And if you say, I don't know, I just don't like the way you look. Okay. You know what, kids, let's go. Let's turn around. We're out. I'll go give my business to someone else. And tomorrow when I'm out driving around, I'll see your business and go, he doesn't want me in there. We won't stop there. Oh, look. Is someone robbing the place? What a shame. I should probably call the authorities. Look over there, kids. Look at the bird. No, I'm just teasing. But you definitely have the right. No question. But there are consequences. Consequences. So, Republican Matt Rosendale's campaign announced that Donald Trump Jr. and his girlfriend, Kimberly Guilfoyle, former Fox News personality, uh, would be campaigning in Bozeman, Montana. All right, so he's going to Bozeman. The Rosendale campaign announced that, uh, you know, they'd be up there and they'd speak uh, next week. But uh, manager Jeff Wilcox of the uh, Midtown Tavern uh, said, we definitely don't want to take political sides, so we can't have him speak in our bar. I'm sorry, your tavern. We We definitely don't want to take political sides, but... You can't speak here. We don't want you in our establishment. Okay. No problem. No problem. Midtown Tavern in Bozeman, Montana. No problem. They ought to just take it to the mean streets. But uh, probably uh, Rosendale isn't uh, the mean streets of somebody else, which is kind of sad. They should just take it to the mean streets anyway, just to say, yeah. Up yours. Uh, good news from Netflix also. Uh, they are renewing Ozark for a third season. Uh, let's get to shooting. I don't know what the holdup is. Let's go. Uh, one and two were great. One was one was great. Tur. Two was great. Let's not make let's not take the T off for three. I don't want to just have three be gruh. Season one was great. Tur. Season two was great. I don't want season three to be gr. I want season. Th- <laughs> ah, 
Don't lose the lettering. I'll keep working hard. That's my rating. No, that's my rating plan. Yeah. That's the way it works. So, <laughs> that's good news. I can't wait, right? I mean, the, the season one and two were tremendous. I love all the characters. I, a couple of them we lost in season two that I'm really bummed about. I was... Re- okay, so you're telling me you haven't seen season two yet? All right, well, get over it. It's been out since when? Yes. Oh, now I'm getting hollered at because there's no spoilers. and Stop it. Well, of course people die. It's Ozark. That's what the show is. Oh, now you. All right, we're out of this water cooler talk right now. You made me angry now. I don't even care if you're thirsty. We're done. All right, so while I'm uh, listening to the transition music from water cooler to this segment, I see another friend request on Facebook. All right. And I have the Jeff Fisher radio. All you got to do is like that. But I also have the other, you know, the regular. Everybody has two Facebook pages, and mine is the Jeffrey Fisher one. And I've been getting a lot of friend requests lately. And I know that some of them aren't real. I would guess that many of them are not. Now, there have been times when Facebook has said, this is not a real account. You know, go, it goes away. I'm all, you know, thank you. And there's and I know that when I click on some of no, oh, they end up sending pictures of um wanting showing me more information about them. And if I yeah, I mean, you know, think of bare business. And uh since it's it's and I you know, I I look. What am I dead? And uh, my wife then deletes. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, she does. She has access to the account. Don't look at me like that. Because I now because a she has access to that account. Okay, don't look at me like that. B there's a number of things sometimes that I just I want posted that I don't want to do, and I just say go ahead. So there. <laughs> don't look at me like that don't look at me like that you know how good she feels when she has access to all that stuff it makes her feel like she's involved and it's the other accounts that i keep her away from anyway so uh uh so and so i get this uh request and a message uh today from uh ismail maziria now he's a student studied at uh, Macquarie University in Kampala campus, lives in Kampala, Uganda. He messaged me. How are the letter U doing, Jeffrey? Am really excited to become friends and will be pleased to get your feedback. I mean, it sounds friendly enough to me, right? Now, I'm not, I won't respond to that because I, I have a uh, it's either it's either they just keep coming back for money or they keep, you know, the the king and I have lost 18 billion dollars. All we need to do is have you send us ten thousand dollars and then you'll have access to our 18 billion dollars or it's some kind of. I know that what's going to happen is I'm going to I'm going to do something that will make me laugh just to respond to him and then it'll be. 
You have now have a virus in every computer in your world, thanks to your boy from Uganda. And I don't want to do that. And speaking of Facebook, I've had this story in the fat pile for quite a while now. And I keep thinking about it every time I see it, and I never get to it in time to talk about it. But a woman in California, and this is from you know a couple weeks ago, uh, a woman in California sues, sued Facebook uh, for being exposed to highly toxic, unsafe, and injurious content during her employment as a content moderator at Facebook. And I, you know, you first see that uh, content moderator sues Facebook, says job gave her PTSD, and you think, shut up. <laughs> you work for Facebook. Hey, you work for Facebook. Take a break. Go down to the kitchen. Order some free food. Ride a bike through the park. Go see your friend. And go have a cup of coffee. And then you rethink about it a little bit. She was a content moderator at Facebook's uh, Menio Park, California, uh, from June 2017 to March of this year. So not even a year. She worked for a contractor called Pro Unlimited Inc., which helps Facebook delete content that violates its community standards. So she's just a contract worker. She's not even, she doesn't even work for Facebook. They're just, she's a contract worker working at Facebook. Wow. Facebook, man, you have found a way to make even more money. Haven't you? Um, Okay, so this company helps Facebook delete content that violates its community standards, all right? Facebook has roughly 7,500 content moderators worldwide. Wow. 7,500 content moderators worldwide. Now, those content moderators, of course, are tasked with deleting hate speech, graphic violence, self-harm images, video, nudity, sexual content, bullying, any other content that violates his policies. Now, her lawyer says she developed this PTSD as a result of constant and unmitigated exposure to highly toxic and extremely disturbing images at the workplace. They allege that Facebook does not have proper mental health services and monitoring in place for its content moderators. And... You know, again, when you first see it, you think, uh, come on now. But really, um, A, you're telling me Facebook doesn't have a psychiatrist and a, and a psychologist somewhere on the campus? Or is that just for non-subcontracted employees? And B, uh, they're not just seeing, you know, the, the ugly videos that you and I see that we say we want, it's okay, let them through. They're seeing the ones that don't get through, right? So they're seeing it all. And that probably does, I mean, it seriously would affect you. I've seen, I've seen, and no joke, I've seen stuff on the internet that you can't take away. It never leaves you. You see stuff, um, ugly stuff, uh, ugly, ugly, ugly stuff, ugly pornography, things I don't even want to mention, even on this podcast. I know. <laughs> I mean, bad. And you, it never leaves you. I mean, you, it, always you think you flash back and there it is so i kind of understand her struggle it kind of makes sense and let's be honest at some point facebook's made too much money just give her some cash (laughs) tell her to go get it go get a shrink shut up right that's how they're gonna do it that's how they're gonna do it you know 
you know, Zuck is just going to go, all right. Hey, we're, we're, we're buds. We're buds. A lot of people call him Mark, Mr. Zuckerberg. Those of us on the inside, Zuck. So I haven't talked to Zuck about this, but I'm sure, you know, I try not to talk business with him because, you know, he's always inundated with business. We just try to hang out, you know, just chit chat about stuff. And, uh, so, uh, you know, whatever he messages me. In fact, Ismail might be him messaging me just fooling around, you know, him giving me fake messages. And, uh, he thinks it's funny. And, uh, so Zuck is just gonna, you know, open up the wallet and say, here's some cash. Go get a shrink. Get out of here. Isn't that what we all need? Just somebody to open up the wallet and throw some cash at us and say, go get a shrink. Get out of here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know that's what I need. All right. I need that bad. So maybe that's what that's a new promotion that chewing the fat will do. All right. So if you uh, subscribe, uh, rate. Review, review, and share. Uh, then maybe I'll get with Zuck, and uh, you know we'll see about opening the checkbook and throwing some cash at you, uh, or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna lie to you. I'm gonna lie to you. You could win eighteen billion dollars. Yeah, no, you can't. And Zuck. You know, we're buds and everything, but he doesn't, he's just not going to open up his pocketbook for you. Sorry. But you can still rate and review it. 20 stars. Best podcast ever. Share with a friend. Thank you. See you tomorrow. <laughs>